I'm Michelle Long. Time for a daily market wrap this Monday, November 15, 2021. Philippine stocks start the week on the back foot as profit-taking continued, while the rest of Asia also traded mixed, investors suggesting a slew of economic data from China, most of which beat estimates. For the day, the PSE index fell six-tenths of one percent to close at 73.42, with decliners beating advancers 124 to 71. Regina Capital's Luis Limlingan says, minus the day-to-day volatility, the market is actually more hopeful these days, with investors anticipating a big rebound by next year. The market, I think, is very optimistic. You ask people, if you look at how we were performing, there was, there was a huge surge in the cases. We were hitting upwards of 20, 25,000. And this was just, I think, six weeks ago. So you didn't expect a decline. In fact, just to compare it, we're, we're, we have around uh, less than 2,000 cases a day, whereas Thailand and Malaysia have been steady at around six to 7,000. And given that we have a bigger population, I think that says, that says uh, how much people are trying to adjust their expectations. In fact, um, I don't think six weeks ago, people were expecting that we would be talking about shifting to alert, alert level one. In corporate stories, GT Capital more than doubled its nine-month net income to 8.1 billion pesos thanks to the strong performance of Metrobank, Toyota Motor Philippines, and Federal Land, as well as better contributions from Metro Pacific Investments. Metrobank had benefited from lower loan loss provisions, while Toyota Motor Philippines saw its sales grow 46% in a nine-month period, beating industry's 25% growth. Toyota Motor enjoys a dominant market share of 45.8%. The T-Family's holding company says the declining COVID case count, ramped up vaccination, and lifting of mobility restrictions have resulted in a noticeable resurgence in consumer confidence, setting it up for even more robust recovery next year. Meanwhile, clean energy firm FirstGen saw its nine-month net income rise 11% to 10.3 billion pesos, benefiting from higher electricity sales, lower interest expenses, and lower taxes thanks to the CREATE law. FirstGen has 3,495 megawatts of clean, low-carbon, and renewable portfolio. Like this news channel, it is also part of the Lopez Group of Companies. Meanwhile, Lushoko's holding company Costco Capital managed to post double-digit growth in nine-month income to 7.27 billion pesos thanks to efforts to improve margins that helped offset a decline in revenues. Its grocery retail segment revenues down 4.9% due to weak customer traffic in pure gold supermarkets because of lockdowns. For the nine-month period, the group opened 19 new pure gold stores and two new SNR warehouse clubs. Meanwhile, Andrew Tan's holding company Alliance Global Inc. triples net income to 17.3 billion pesos in the first nine months of the year as cost-efficiency efforts boosted net margins. Revenue also up 20% to 110 billion pesos. Travelers International, which is behind Resorts World Manila, and GADC behind McDonald's both swung to positive earnings. And the Maxis Group also swinging back to profitability in the first nine months of the year of 235 million pesos from a net loss of nearly 1 billion from the same period last year. This is thanks to strong sales in the third quarter. The group ended September with 593 stores, 61 of them abroad. Of the total, 94% are now operational. 
And finally, Mary Mart on a shopping spree buying a majority stake in Zamboanga's biggest pharmacy chain, Cecil's Pharmacy, just days after finalizing a 340 million peso acquisition of Lucena-based Carlos Superdrug. The 57-year-old chain has 21 branches, over 300 strong workforce, and net positive income. Mary Mart is targeting to hit 1,200 branches nationwide by 2030 with 120 billion in system-wide sales. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.